This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Okay, so you know how former President Donald Trump was indicted by a grand jury on Monday. Well, 18 of his allies were also indicted, all for their alleged efforts to overturn Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia. And a couple of those allies are based in the Chicago area. My colleague Natalie Moore is reporting on one of them, Trevian Cootie. She's a publicist who at one point represented R. Kelly and Ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Prosecutors in Georgia are saying that Cootie tried to pressure an election worker to falsely admit to election fraud. Cootie denied those allegations. And my colleagues at The Sun-Times are reporting on the other Trump ally from around here, Stephen Cliffgard Lee. He's a minister at Living Word Lutheran Church in Orland Park, and he was also charged with intimidating the same election worker as Cootie allegedly did. Both Cootie and Lee are facing three charges of conspiring to commit solicitation of false statements and writings, influencing witnesses, and violating Georgia's RICO Act, which is the state's racketeering law. And Lee was charged with an additional two counts of, quote, criminal intent to commit influencing witnesses. Natalie just did a profile on Trevian Cootie, a black conservative who calls herself an equal opportunity capitalist and recently posted a picture on her Instagram page of Donald Trump in blackface. Natalie even spoke to her directly. You can find that story at WBEZ.org. And the Sun-Times has more indictment details on both Cootie and Lee at Chicago.SunTimes.com. If you're selling a home in the Chicago area, you're probably racking up some coins. If you're wondering what I mean, my colleague Michael Puente says it ain't rocket science. There are fewer homes on the market these days. Inventory, as they call it. So that has caused prices to jump somewhat in the last few months. According to Midwest Real Estate Data, which is based in Lyle, the median price homes are being sold at is now about $305,000. That's up nearly 9% from around this time last year. Roberto Montano is a managing broker with Remax Partners in Chicago. He says it's definitely a seller's market. You don't have to be an economist to know that if you cut the supply in half, the price is going to go up. And, and that's what's happened. In April 2020, there were more than 28,000 homes on the market. As of last month, about half of that, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago. Amazon recently opened a facility on the west side in Humboldt Park. And my colleague Esther Yoonji Kang is reporting that a group of Chicagoans might be taking legal action against the company over a potential zoning code violation. The warehouse is located in one of Chicago's 15 planned manufacturing districts. And residents in the area are saying that to build a freight facility there, Amazon needed to apply for a special use permit. And they're saying the company never did that, which creates a lack of transparency and community input. Ramson Cannon is the lawyer for the residents. The zoning code is written the way it is, and it exists for a reason, to make sure that people and communities are protected and that things are developed according to the best possible practices. But an Amazon spokesperson says the site was built according to zoning code with input and guidance from city officials. 
And now for a few quick hits. If you're in Chicago with an iPhone, did you see that 111 degree high temperature in the Apple Weather app? It was for next Wednesday, August 23rd, and several people in the Chicago area took to social media in shock this week when they saw it. I mean, that would break the city's record high temperature of 105 degrees, which was set in 1934. The Chicago Weather Service doesn't officially set a forecast more than seven days out, but Chicago meteorologists are predicting highs early next week in the low 90s, not 111. And even that could decrease depending on an increase in rain showers or thunderstorms. We know apps be tripping sometimes, and this may be one of those times. And earlier this month, I mentioned that WBEZ sued the city of Waukegan for the release of video footage that shows a detective getting a 15-year-old's false confession to a shooting. Now, some lawmakers in Illinois are planning legislation to require a lawyer for all children under police interrogation. The move is getting opposition from law enforcement groups, but juvenile advocates say kids need a lawyer to understand their constitutional rights and the consequences of any statement they might make. And investors in the Maple and Ash Steakhouse in Gold Coast are saying that restaurant managers diverted more than $7 million federal dollars for their own personal use. The money came from the Paycheck Protection Program, PPP loans, earlier in the pandemic. And the accusations emerged in recently released court files from a lawsuit between feuding restaurant investors. A lawyer for the restaurant said they have done nothing wrong and will prevail in court. As for the weather, no rain today. Sunny and clear, maybe a little windy, with high temperatures in the low to mid 80s. And that's it for now. But later today, a conversation about the legacy of a black sports icon and activist from the Midwest. He's got a trail named after him on the South Side, but you might not know his name. Everyone should know who he is. Jesse Owens, Arthur Ashe, all of the other first great American sports heroes, they all stand on his shoulders without even realizing it. Major Taylor, cycling legend and the inspiration for cycling clubs across the country, including several cyclists here in Chicago. I'll talk to some of the folks who maintain the trail and his legacy today at two o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening to The Rundown. I'll talk to you later. 